you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Greetings and welcome to Daily NFL Fantasy Live podcast. Jason Smith alongside Michael Fabiano, Adam Wright, Fantasy Ninja, Akbar, Baja Bianila, and the pride of Connecticut, Molly Karam. We're getting you set for complete and total fantasy dominance for Week 10. We'll take a look at Thursday Night Football between the Vikings and the Redskins. A little fantasy blind date we have. Maybe sometimes the players that are not as heralded as their bigger name counterparts might be the best plays in fantasy. We'll have some big starts and sits for you. And Michael Fabiano, you went to see Dr. Neil Gadadra, our fantasy uh, orthopedic surgeon, and he had some pretty interesting things to say about some injured players. I did. By the way, I thought I was the pride of Connecticut. Number two... Well, well, okay. You're also the pride of Connecticut. Thank you, Jason. You hurt my feelings. There, but You've been living in Los Angeles for how long now? Like 20 years? Not that long. But I will tell people out there, you don't want to miss the interview that I had with Dr. Neal, especially when he talks about Aaron Rodgers and Arian Foster. You will not want to miss what he says, especially about Arian Foster. I'll give you a hint right now. Not good. All right. Also, Doug Martin in there as well as we get all the injury updates you need for Week 10. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the National Football League. Molly Karam here with Michael Fabiano and Akbar Bajabi Amila. Jason Smith and Adam Rink will join us in a moment with a preview of Thursday Night Football. Gentlemen, who is going to have the better game tonight, RG3 or AP? Well, with the bright lights of Thursday Night Football, it has to go to Adrian Peterson. He put up big numbers against the Dallas Cowboys, 140 yards. I'm going with Adrian Peterson. I like RG3 tonight, but Come on. It's Adrian Peters. Right. Plenty of fantasy implications in this one and potential offensive fireworks. But now for a full preview, let's send it over to Jason and Adam. Jay. All right. Thanks a lot, Molly. Two superstars enter. Only one leaves with the victory unless they actually tie. Jason Smith, Adam Reich here, and of course, we're going to talk about Adrian Peterson in a second. But first, let's look at things from the Washington Redskins side. Who passes the Thursday night test? Who can you trust to get in your lineup 100%? Pierre Garçon passes that test, especially coming off his big week last week. And Rank RG3 used to be a part of that conversation. Oh, he's a charter member of that club. Uh, yeah. But can you start him tonight? 
I like him as a low-end one, but I'm really worried because the matchup is good. If you look at the numbers, the Vikings allow a lot of points to fantasy quarterbacks. What concerns me is that what we've seen over these Thursday night games is that the coaches are really simplifying the playbook. They don't want to put too many packages in on the Thursday night with a short practice week. So with the way the Redskins have been able to run the ball, and again, this is going to be a great matchup for the running backs too, I expect them to use their full stable of running backs to frustrate us, as Mike Shanahan loves to do. So I see a, a, a kind of a middle-of-the-road game for RG3. I have, a, I have him in one league, and I'm starting Russell Wilson over him. All right, Alfred Morris has been pretty good the last few weeks, but Terry Allen could get goal line carries tonight for Washington. I know. That's the a, that's a one thing about Alfred Morris is that he's great between the 20s. As you see there, he's had at least 90 rushing yards in three consecutive games. So he hasn't killed us. He's gotten us 10 points each and every week, even though he's not getting into the end zone. But are we too greedy to ask for a touchdown here? That's all we're asking, Shanahan. Just when you get near the goal line, don't give it to your fullback like Daryl Young or anybody like that. Let or let out, let Freddie Morris just run. Jordan Reed, and no even hotter name at tight end than him the last couple weeks. Not a phenomenal week against the San Diego Chargers, but still pretty good enough. You're starting them tonight? I really like this matchup. The Vikings have allowed the fourth most points to fantasy tight ends this season, and he has established himself is RG3's go-to guy. We talk about Pierre Garçon being a great start, but Jordan Reed also fits this class, too, because he's really being sought out and targeted each and every week. So we don't need a huge week for him. No bagels. That's basically what we're saying here. But go out, have you know a workmanlike night, and don't kill us on Thursday night. That's all we ask. And that's sort of our workmanlike projections for the Redskins. These are nice nights. A nice night for RG3, nice one for Alfred Morris, Pierre Garçon, and Jordan Reed. Again, don't forget, get your guys in your lineup. Make your changes if you have to. Eight points is fair. Hey, that's all you're looking for for that's a good. tight end. You give me six, seven, eight points, I'm fine. 20 Just, yards and a touchdown, 80 yards. I don't care. Just yeah. get eight points. Just no point four like Jordan Cameron oh, gave you last week. That was tough. No, he's, he's coming up soon. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Okay. Uh, let's go to the Vikings now. And really, this is just an excuse to show Adrian Peterson's run from last <laughs> Sunday against the Cowboys. You're starting him each and every week, of course. But, Rank, what kind of night do you expect from him tonight? This is going to be a huge night from Adrian Peterson because, as I was saying, you want to simplify the playbook on these short weeks. You want to simplify a playbook when Christian Ponder is your quarterback. So, Adrian Peterson is going to be run often. They're going to have 10 days off after this game. So, why not give the ball to Adrian Peterson 30 points? This is going to be one of the biggest weeks he's going to have on the season. If you're playing in our perfect challenge, make sure Adrian Peterson is in your lineup. Greg Jennings, is he in your lineup tonight, right? They gave him a lot of money, but they don't have a lot of bang for their buck so far. I'm really having a tough time with both of these receivers, even though I was looking at him and I was looking at Jerome Simpson because the Washington Redskins do allow a lot of fantasy points to receivers and to quarterbacks. But again... The playbook is going to be all about Adrian Peterson. They're going to be running a lot. I don't see a lot of opportunities for the wide receivers to go out and get a lot of points. So I would leave Greg Jennings on the bench. It's kind of tough to say, okay, a guy who's been disappointing all season, now this is his breakout just because of the matchup. You want to see something leading up to that breakout. It's too risky on a Thursday night. It's too risky pretty much any time. I would leave him on the bench. I feel like I'm being generous right here with his six point. With 60 yards, now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I might not be giving him enough. I might not be giving Adrian Peterson enough. So if I had a chance, if I had an eraser, I might change that to a 33, get Drake Gunnings down to about three. 
All right, now remember, you can watch the full rear of the show tonight after the game, get everything we saw on Thursday night, plus a big preview for Friday and the weekend. Now that's your big preview for tonight. I'll let you caught up on the rest of the day's news from around the league. Thanks, guys. Time for some fantasy headlines as you set your rosters for Week 10. Let's get you caught up, and we start in Chi-Town. Good news for Bears fans. Head coach Mark Tressman said Thursday that quarterback Jay Cutler has been cleared by doctors and is expected to start Sunday against Detroit. Guys, what does this do for guys like Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Martellus Bennett? Well, first of all, this is a great thing, not only for the Bears and their fans, but for fantasy owners alike, Jay Cutler, Obviously, a very good rapport with Brandon Marshall, so it increases his value. I love Alshon Jeffrey this week based on the matchup. Martellus Bennett's value goes back up. Hopefully, Cutler doesn't re-injure himself. If he is healthy, though, this is a big, big positive for the Bears yeah, and, let's and for not, us fantasy fans. Yeah, and let's not leave Matt Forte out of the mix as well because Matt Forte, he's involved in the passing game, and so that's why right now, even on the mobile app, my phone watch tells me, go get Jay Cutler right, that's right. now. That's right, so, that's the NFL mobile yeah, app. Yeah, you got to make sure that, you, you know, with this NFL mobile app, it's easy to do it on the go. Now you know. No excuses. Look at you. Are <laughs> no you excuses. are so up with the times. And Marshall, 16 points last week, and that was with McCown, so right. only up from here. Let's go to the Big Easy. Saints running back Darren Sproles is back at practice this week after leaving Sunday's game against the Saints with a head injury. He has passed the NFL's concussion protocols. Should be full go for the Saints as they host Dallas Sunday night. Guys, he's had a down year overall. Would you start him this week? Yeah, you know, I would start uh – Darren Sproles, when you think, talk about Darren Sproles and how his involvement in this game, you know, I spoke to him after his injury. He told me that he was going to be fine. So it's no surprise to me that he's back into the fold of it. But I know that Sean Payton is going to find a way to use Darren Sproles. He's always such a lightning bolt. I don't know that there's a better option out there than Darren Sproles. I say you play him. I didn't talk to Darren Sproles after the injury, but I still say this is a good matchup. Yeah, yeah good matchup against the Cowboys <laughs> on Sunday Night Football. In Buffalo, Bills head coach Doug Marone says running back C.J. Spiller is a full go in his ankle injury is no longer keeping him on the practice report. Do you expect CJ to break out a bit in week 10? I really like the fact that Spiller played well last week, over 100 rushing yards, and now we're hearing positive reports about his ankle. He's not on the injury report anymore. Is he back to being a must-start Akbar? I think he is. He was your first-round pick. Yeah, he is. I mean, you have to start C.J. Spiller. And I think, too, it helps him get his mojo back. Now that he doesn't have this lingering injury going on with his ankle, he has a little bit more confidence in his running ability. Now, all of a sudden, he's a guy that you can trust and fall in love with again. I say, yes, of course you play C.J. And don't forget, the Steelers, not good against the run this year yeah, at all. Yeah, head coach uh, Doug Marone says he's excited to get Spiller more touches. You talked about must-start. A must-start guy, Jordan Cameron, has been excellent this season. Coming up, one of the breakout fantasy players of this season that tight end will join us live in studio Cameron how has he put up such big numbers with three different quarterbacks we'll ask him plus our waiver wire all-stars for week 10 our favorite free agents are just ahead NFL fantasy live back after this don't go anywhere does it lock on the right sideline rock and roll touchdown Houston Deep down the far side, caught for a touchdown, Wiley Cooper. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Time for Who's Got the Better Lineup, presented by Head and Shoulders. With all the bye weeks, injuries, and disappointing performances we've seen so far this year, we know a lot of fantasy teams need help on the waiver wire. So, right. going to make your team better this week with Adam Rank and Akbar Bajabiamila, because before the show, these guys did a two-team draft of sorts to pick out their favorite waiver wire targets. Yeah, this is how the all-free agent team shaped up. Again, this is players available in at least 50% of more of all NFL.com leagues. 
Akbar had the first pick. He picked Case Keenum. Everybody wants to know about quarterbacks, uh, Akbar. So make the case for Case. Well, you know, I, I went with a different strategy rather than trying to go for a running back. I said, let me secure this by getting a top quarterback, and that was Case Keenum. When you look at Case Keenum, this kid is a gamer. He has it in him. And you saw his last two games that he's put out there on tape now, and he's he's shown that he can throw the ball and sling it out there. He's got Andre Johnson. Now, I know he's going up against the Arizona Cardinals defense, and people are a little concerned about that. But note this. This defense has given up 90-plus passer rating in five of the last eight games there. So when you five of their eight games. And so when you think about where Case Keenum is, 118 passer rating, I think he can execute against this defense. All right, Rank, you took Jake Locker. Yeah, not only did I pick him up in this draft, I went in my league of record and picked him up to replace Tom Brady, who was on a bye this week. And one of the big things that I like about Jake Locker is his consistency. As you see right there, he scored at least 19 fantasy points in three of his last four weeks. And I also like the matchup. Whenever you see the Jaguars, you can just rest assured that's going to be a good matchup. They've allowed a lot of points. They've actually allowed the second most points to fantasy quarterbacks this season. He's not turning the ball over. He's playing really well. So when you combine all that stuff, he's a great bye week replacement. Yeah, I'm going to give the edge to Locker. He's got a little more pedigree this season. A couple more weeks, it might be different, but I'm going to go with Locker. Wide receiver, Riley Cooper versus Nate Washington, Akbar. Make your case for Cooper. Coop. Yeah, you got to go out there and swoop Coop. You like that? You got to swoop Coop, and here's why. When you think about how he's played with Michael Vick as a starting quarterback, he only averaged 1.7 reception per game, 17 receiving yards per game, and no touchdown. Now you put in his boy, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is now targeting the whole bunch. He's averaging five receptions per game, 115 receiving yards per game, and 1.3 touchdowns. That's points, points, points. Riley Cooper can play this game, and he's got a little deep threat to him. All right, Rick, how about Nate? I'm going to double up since I picked up Jake Locker. I'm going to go add Jerry Nate Washington. Of course, it's a great matchup. When you got the Jacksonville Jaguars and you have a chance to add somebody because you have a bye week or an injury, go look at who, see who the Jaguars are playing or the Eagles are playing. In this instance, I like the matchup. I like that Nate Washington plays better at home. As you see right there, he's had at least 60 receiving yards in three of his last four home games. He's had at least eight targets at home this season. The Jaguars have allowed the ninth most fantasy points to receivers when they are on the road, which they are this week. Great pickup. Well, you know, I'm going to say one thing about your guy. He ran into a referee on that very first uh, highlight there. So he's savvy. That's not good. No, it's savvy. I'm, I'm going I'm to give this one to Riley Cooper just because nice. he seems to be the guy now that Nick Foles looks to. All new quarterbacks come in. They have their own favorites. Yep. With, Nick, with Nick Foles, a quarterback, Riley Cooper has played pretty well. Uh, and also ranked not on this board. You actually picked up. You like the matchup so much. You have Eddie George. Of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't of course. Okay. Eddie, Eddie George. Eddie yeah. Earl Campbell. Uh, sure. oh, fantasy <laughs> legend. Actually. <laughs> All right. So there you go. A slight edge to Adam Rank. But Akbar, that's yeah, who's got buddy. the better lineup presented by Head and Shoulders. You had the Raiders defense on there. They just gave up Seven touchdowns. You know what? I believe in my boys in the silver and black. I think that they're going to have a bounce back game, and they're going less to do than well. seven touchdowns allowed. Oh, absolutely! Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you okay. won't see seven touchdowns on the on the Raiders. Oh, you're on a limit that one. That's yeah. a bold I prediction. guarantee you that. One of the boldest <laughs> predictions. <laughs> that. All right. Still to come, we're playing matchmaker on NFL Fantasy Live. Will you pick the established star or the under the radar sleeper in our fantasy dating game? And Titans running back Chris Johnson will sit down with us to chat about how he's gotten back on track. NFL Fantasy Live rolls on just like him last Sunday. He rifles one in. Touchdown, Jordan Cameron. Long for Jordan Cameron. He caught it. A magnificent catch. Right corner of the end zone. Jordan Cameron's got it. 
Those were some pretty catches. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Molly Karam joined by Adam Rank, Akbar Bajabi Amila, and Cleveland's tight end Jordan Cameron. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. In your bye week, stopping by here. Now, you have been having a breakout season with new head coach Rob Chudzinski. We know he loves his tight ends. What's been the difference for you this year uh, with your season and in your role in this offense? You know, I've had a, a great opportunity with these coaches, like you said, and they know how to maximize the tight end and put them in positions to win, and that's they've given me opportunities, and I've been able to take advantage of them so far. You've also had to play with three quarterbacks this season. Jason Campbell most recently won the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. How has it been developing chemistry so quickly with him? He's a great leader. You know, he's uh, been in the league for a long time, so, uh, you know, I kind of just listen to what he says, and I know I have confidence in him and in his abilities, and... Like I said, he's a great guy on and off the field, and it's helpful to have a guy like that in the locker room, and especially in the huddle, and you really believe in what he's doing. Now, how good is Jordan Cameron? I mean, we've seen the tight ends over the years. We've seen Antonio Gates, obviously, you know, started a lot of this stuff. Uh, Tony Gonzalez. How do you rate yourself as a tight end? I think we're all different. They're different players, but uh, you're using guys with basketball backgrounds, and it helps to, to be able to play basketball and position your body and move and uh, get some leverage on defenders. And, you know, basketball players are very – have pretty soft hands and be able to jump and, uh, you know, get the ball at the highest point. I think that really translates to the football field. Now, how good, though, is Jordan Cameron? Now, look, don't give me all of that PC <laughs> stuff here. here and try to be. No, how good are you? I think I'm great. You know, I think every player wants to think they're a great player, and I, I believe I can really make an impact on uh, in, with this offense and in these games, and, you know, I really believe I can, I can excel at a high level. That's good. I like to hear. <laughs> Certainly have been excelling at a high level. One of your former teammates, Trent Richardson, was one of the top picks in fantasy this year. He had some great games with you guys, especially as a rookie. Now, his 2013 season, even with the Browns and now being with the Colts, he hasn't been quite the same. Who is the real Trent Richardson? Trent's a great player, very physical, and he brings that aspect to, the, to, the, to an offense. And, you know, he's learned a new system. You know, he made a transfer kind of two weeks into the season, so it's tough to get things going and get familiar, get acclimated, and he'll be fine. He's like, like I said, he's a, he's a great player. It's hard to bring down. He has all the tools to be a great back and catch the ball out of the backfield. So it's just a matter of just, it's a maturation process. He needs to just learn this offense and get familiar with the coaches and the quarterback, and he'll, he'll be fine. Gel with them. Josh Gordon missed the first two games of the season. He's come on really strong. What's his future with the team? Because I heard he was the subject of some trade rumors, but you guys held on to him. What's his, what's his future going forward? He's a great player, very dynamic, and uh, you have to know where he where he is at all times on the field. He can really stretch the field and make plays, and you've seen you know what he's been doing the last couple of weeks. And we need him on our offense. You know the way the way he plays and, and the attention that he gets helps everyone else. Yeah, you know I, I'm going back to your your question or your answer about playing basketball and and how much of that is an advantage. You know when you talk about your skill set. How do you use that on the field? I want you to show us how you use your, your greatness, your, your basketball skill set. We're going to play a little bit. We're going to bring a little bit of fantasy versus reality. You play fantasy football? You're I don't. Familiar with I it? don't. I'm familiar, okay. but I don't. Well, okay. So, okay, so, so here, <laughs> here's the deal. Phil. He's busy. He doesn't have time for that. I, I understand. So we're going to bring fantasy versus reality. You're going to be right here. We're going to go flex left. All right, yeah. you guys will have that probably right, like, right? Yeah, flex yeah, left flex here. Left. So you're going to be Are here. Are we going this way? No, no, we're, no, no, we're, we're going, going this that way. way. Flex okay. Left. Can I play strong safety? You're strong safety. Right. Molly, I'm Jerry you're going to be my wide receiver. Jerry Ball's right. on the inside here, right? This is your third starting quarterback, Jason Campbell here. All right. So I'm 3 4 defense. We're going to run cover two. You ready? Gotcha. You good. Gotcha. All right. Cover How, two. How's my position you're right now? Yeah, you're going to flex out a little okay. bit. We want you to get <laughs> an outside this release. That's my stance. Okay. We're going to get mad. We have an imaginary corner, right? Imaginary corner right here. So he's got a cloud force. That's right. All right. So now. 
We're talking about scoring points in fantasy football. Okay. People are like, how is Jordan Cameron so good? <laughs> well, you're beating these linebackers up. I'm the 3-4 linebacker here. Let me unbutton my suit before you break my button. <laughs> All right. I want to have inside leverage here on you, cover two. Now, talk to me about how you're beating me off the ball because I'm supposed to reroute you yeah. to give my safety some time here. All right? So talk about how, what you do here on the front line. I'm going to attack your leverage, so I'm okay. going to give you something. You're going to shoot your hand. I'm going to knock it down. Okay. Rip, oh, shoot. I'm, I, all, right, all right. So now we got two vertical routes going there you up go. here. And she's, all right. She's, she's getting this safety's being – you got to do – you have a hard job right now. So you got yeah. two guys going vertical at you. Uh-oh. I got to – Sorry, I, I, I don't okay. got you. The tandem here. This is quite a tandem. Molly's pretty fast. So I'm going to have to – I'm going to attack your leverage here. Look at the speed here. See yeah, this the, difference. Now, now you're in trouble. i got to attack this guy's leverage, give him something over here, and then and the bend it in. Are, and, and there it is right there, cover two. Is. We got the middle of the field open seat, and this is why Jordan Cameron is so good. He attacks the safety, and he didn't even know what to look. Adam didn't know <laughs> what to why? do. By the way, that's your guy. You have to no, stop No, I've got to carry him <laughs> 10 to 12 yards. That's and even if you are carrying me, you're back. When the quarterback sees the back of the helmet, they got to throw the ball because it's hard for a big guy to turn around and make a play, you know? What's the difference between the way you attack – a linebacker when he's carrying you, and a safety. How do you use your athleticism on those two guys? I think a backer, they're going to try to get their hands on you. you got to be really physical and be able to, you know, shed, shed that first and really use your hands. And then safeties, they're going to try to, you know, they're, they're kind of waiting on you and they're, they're backpedaling. they got to kind of get them off their ground and really attack their leverage. And I think it's the main thing is, is getting at people as fast as you can and, and make them, you know, do something else. See, that's See. why you score points. <laughs> See, the average size linebacker and the average size safety. Who do you yeah. think he wants to go after? Right. <laughs> nervous at all because he knew that he had me the vertical deep threat there yeah, to, yeah, to that's take that's care right. of things Thank and, you and you cover you. And that's you. why Jordan Cameron is so tremendous. Thanks for hanging with us on your bye week here at NFL Network. Thank you very much. And a good luck when you return facing Cincinnati. Thank you. All right, coming up, wondering if this is the week to start your backup quarterbacks. Our experts tell you which signal callers they'd start and which they'd sit in week 10. Their answers might surprise you. Plus, if you want to win a million bucks, you're in the right place. Our perfect challenge picks of the week will give you the head start you need to predict the top scorers of the week. NFL Fantasy Live back after this. Waiting on your big stars to return from injury? You are not alone. Coming up, our resident fantasy medical expert, Dr. Neil Gadadra, sheds some light on what to expect from your injured starters. Questions at quarterback? Well, our burning questions will help you set your roster for Week 10, starting at the very top. Plus, our expert predictions for the top scorers at each position in Week 10 are just ahead. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Yeah, Eddie Lacy. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Those waiver wire targets we talked about coming up in a second, but some news we want to get you caught up on right now. Jay Cutler expected to start on Sunday for the Chicago Bears. What does this do for the uh, fantasy value of the other guys on the team? Uh, I mean, McCon played great, and uh, Cutler's a upgrade. There's no doubt about that at quarterback. And this is a guy now who you can look at the waiver wire and pick up. He's a, he's been dropped in a lot of leagues. He got real healthy once McCown went out and just I killed bet. it. You're like, hey, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, that does that. I mean, all of a sudden you see somebody outperforming. Jay Cutler's like, I can't have this, especially in this offense. I think he's a good guy to pick up, of course, if those people who couldn't wait and had to drop him, you get him. All right, let's take a look at the waiver wire board. These are Michael Fabiano's recommendations for Week 10. Marvin Jones. These are guys available in usually 50% or more of NFL.com leagues, but a couple of guys at the top right there. I can't believe Andre Ellington fast. People still have not picked up Andre Ellington. I know that. That Mike James number did go up, though, overnight because waivers ran on NFL.com. So 
That's a good thing. Andre Brown, too. Go get him if you need a running back. Eventually, he's going to be the starter there in New York. All right, now some of those waiver wire targets might be worth a start over some of your established veterans. A common mistake people make along the way is to keep starting guys based on name recognition rather than their actual performance. So let's play a round of uh, Fantasy Blind Date. How does that sound? Oh, we haven't done Ooh, this in a while. Good. This yeah. sounds like a shot oh, at me. Okay. Who plays <laughs> all the stars <laughs> as Seabass is in my lineup. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Notice the married guys are excited to play Fantasy Blind Date. <laughs> All right, up first are two mystery quarterbacks. You tell me which you'd rather have on your fantasy team. Here's quarterbacks the last four games played. Quarterback A, 916 yards passing, 10 total touchdowns, two picks, 91 fantasy points. Quarterback 2, 979-13 with no interceptions. Which player would you rather have? You know what? I'm going to go with player B. He has no interception, and that's the key to me, too. And, of course, he's producing 13 touchdowns, 979. Oh, yeah, player B. Our producers like to trick us around here on NFL Fantasy Live. You I'm going with numbers. Player A. Oh, come player on. A? Be serious. I'm it's got to be Player B. All right. Fantasy experts, Fantasy reveal B. yourselves. Player Nick B Foles. is Nick Foles. See? They're, they're tricksy, those producers. But you know what? Hey, that you Alex Bell yeah, no, is a but here's the deal, guy. Zero interceptions. I mean, this is intriguing to see. Like, this is a better look for me. Seven of his touchdowns came in one game. All right, now what? Now you so guys six and no interceptions. That's <laughs> you guys really like Nick Foles. Now after seeing the names, are you still Nick Foles over Cam Newton? Uh, you know what? That's a negamondo for me right there. That's I'm a what? Go, <laughs> negamondo. Is that I a do word? Like, I do like uh, Nick Foles, but I'm going to go Cam Newton over Nick Foles. Yeah, you guys didn't give us the full story. You didn't show us the rushing yards. <laughs> the rushing I told yards. you. Uh, they are tricksy. But when you were going on the numbers that were on that board, yeah, you would say Nick Foles because he doesn't turn the ball over. Now he's going up against the package. You saw what Josh McCown did to that team. So this is a great matchup for Nick Foles. I'd start him. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's go to the running backs. Two mystery running backs. Take a look at their performances the last four weeks. Running back A, 86 touches, 397 total yards and a touchdown. Okay, not bad. But then you take a look at player B, 106 touches, 20 more, 495 total yards and three touchdowns. Fabs, which is your guy? That's a lot. I'm going with player B. 4.6 yards per carry. Very impressive. That's got to be player B. More yards, more touchdowns. There he is, and they didn't even give Akbar a chance to guess. Yeah, because they knew I was going to go with player B. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, how do you you guys feel about Eddie Lacy over LaShawn McCoy? Are you playing him over him right now? You you know what? I I would. At this point right now, Eddie Lacy seems like he has a lot of steam, and I know LaShawn McCoy is hot, and he's in, you know, Chip Kelly's offense, but the way Eddie Lacy's playing in this offense, and they're going to rely on him now that Aaron Rodgers is out, Eddie Lacy seems like the smart play to me. But you just said it. Aaron Rodgers is out. It's one thing the defense or the defensive coordinator of the other team has to come out and game plan against Aaron Rodgers. Now it's against Seneca Wallace. I think that drops him a little bit. Yeah, Eddie Lacy, though, the last three weeks you saw his performance. He's a top five fantasy running back. All right, let's get to the wide receivers. Now here's your mystery board. Wide receiver A, 18 catches, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Wide receiver B. 19, 26 targets, six touchdowns. Is this going to be a clean sweep for player uh, B? I'm going to guess that it's the player with six touchdowns. Player B. Player B. Player B. Player B, let's reveal. You guys are all starting Marvin Jones over Steve Smith. I'm not surprised. Steve Smith is not what he used to be from a fantasy perspective. And I don't like him this week either. Not against the Niners. Yeah, I'm going Marvin Jones. I'd go Marvin Jones too. Yeah, I'm going Marvin Jones all the way. Oh, absolutely. Steven, Steve Smith is just somebody who you just play out of habit. All right, there we go. Now, earlier this week, Michael Fabiano stopped by with a resident fantasy medical expert, Dr. Neil Gadadra. We are here with Dr. Neil Gadadra, and of course, the pressing question in fantasy 
is all about Aaron Rodgers. We first heard that he's going to miss three weeks, now four to six weeks potentially with what's being termed a chipped right. collarbone. Talk about the injury. Right. That's what makes this so difficult, right, is it's, it's the collarbone. And I'll show you an example. If this is your shoulder, and I'll put it right next to you because okay. this is actually how it is in real life. The collarbone is the clavicle. And what, what Aaron did is he actually landed right onto his shoulder. And that puts a lot of stress on the clavicle and the acromion, which is this bone right up top. So if you look at this, he landed on it, and he stressed the joint like this. Okay? When you do that, it puts a lot of joint stress across the acromioclavicular joint and this part of the clavicle. So when we were told, hey, it's a chip fracture, if it's truly a small chip fracture, then honestly, it won't affect him. It won't affect his function. It's just a matter of pain relief, getting treatment, making sure you feel better, get ice on it, You'll see him back in three weeks, like they originally said. So we're talking about somewhere around potentially Thanksgiving, but if it's after Thanksgiving, then we know this is more of a fracture than a chip. Exactly. And the chip is, you know, we still technically call it a fracture, but if it's a chip, it's not affecting your function, and you don't need it to necessarily heal back. And this is non-throwing arm. Right, right. right. Yeah. So in the meantime, fantasy owners, just stay tight and yeah. do not drop Aaron right. Rodgers because he should be back right. at some point. Right, but if you don't see him back in a month's time, I'd be a little nervous. Then we're nervous. Then, then, then we're you nervous. know something else is going on. Moving on to the running backs now and Doug Martin, another player that we've talked about in the past. He has this shoulder injury. Now the coaches are saying that if the doctors tell him that he's at risk to injure this, this shoulder worse, they won't play him. Right. You don't think that's the case. Uh, not at all. And let me get the Fabiana shoulder again. All right. Okay. So like we mentioned before, the labrum is the rubber band that goes around the joint to help cushion it. So if this is his joint and I just took his arm off, okay? <laughs> that looks like it would hurt. <laughs> the labrum is this cushion right in here, okay? He tore the labrum. When he fell, he had a severe impact right into the labrum and it sheared off, okay? The problem with that is, is that, yes, it's torn. Does it need surgery? It probably will. But remember, we talked about the fact that he could have it at the end of the season. So right now, given his position, the fact he's a running back, I think it's important to say, hey, look, as long as you have pain relief, You'll be fine. Can he tear it more? Maybe you can do a millimeter or two here, but either way, if you were worried about it tearing more, he would have had surgery already. Is that right? So, if Doug Martin's been dropped in your fantasy league because people are worried that he's going to miss the rest of the season, it might make sense to pick him up and stash yeah. him away Absolutely. for a couple of more weeks. Absolutely. And finally, another running back who is on the minds of a lot of fantasy owners, including this one, because <laughs> I have him in one of my leagues, is Arian Foster. All right. Now, remember back in the preseason... He didn't play, he had the hamstring, he had the thigh, started off slowly, and then all of a sudden he's missed most of the last two games with a hamstring, and now he's got this back ailment. Is this all tied together? It's all tied to the hamstring. You know, and, and I'll tell you, Fabs, this is it's it's the worst, it's one of the worst injuries to have in football because it just seemingly never gets better. It goes from this bone uh-huh. down to this leg. Right. Okay? And it crosses the knee. So why that's important is because it's Important for your knee movements and your hip movements. When you have a hamstring injury, you're injuring, you got to worry about the knee, mm-hmm. you got to worry about the hip, and then once you rehab those, your ankle and your back are next. So don't be surprised to see him have this back injury even next year when he does his full wow. rehab. Don't be surprised if that hamstring pops up again. So the fact of the matter is right now, you either A, you just hold on to Arian Foster and pick yeah. up Ben Tate's insurance and yeah. he's got yeah. four broken ribs, yeah. or... You look for somebody who likes the big names, and you try to trade Arian Foster away. Coming up, Tennessee Titans running back Chris Johnson joins us next. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. What a game on Sunday. What a career from our next guest, Titans running back Chris Johnson, who joins us now. Chris, welcome. Thanks for stopping by with us again. Thanks for having me. Now, now I know that earlier this season you weren't happy with fantasy fans, but they all love you after Sunday's game now, don't they? Uh, yeah, that's how it is. When, when you're not doing fun, it's really like, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, you had that big game on Sunday, the big breakout one for you this season. What was the reason behind it? Um, basically, um, over the bye week, we, we really canceled out a lot of the mental mistakes, the little things we was making. We already knew this whole season um, what type of offensive line we had and what type of players on this offense that we had. And we knew we was capable of doing it. We just had to cancel out little, the little mistakes that we was making. Now, there was talk of Sean Green getting more carries, as Mike Munchak mentioned, going into last week. Did that play into your performance at all? Um, no, not at all. Um, even though when he first came in, we knew he was going to get carries or whatever like that. It was just a situation he'd been hurt, and he was just getting back, um, being able to play in the game and stuff. So that, that's a formula that we've been having this whole year, even before he went out. So it was just a situation he was able to get back, and he was able to get a couple more carries, and I also was able to get a couple more carries that I haven't been getting the weeks prior to her. Now, you mentioned the formula, and that's a big thing. It's a passing league now in the NFL, but your coach says, look, we're committed to the run. Do you believe long haul you guys are committed to the running game? Yes, I think we're committed to the run. Um, anytime you see us having a good rushing day, it's nine out of ten times that we're going to win that game. It's a situation we got, we got a great offensive line in front of me, and, and um, if we get the running game going throughout these, all, the last part of the season and also get some of those guys to step up in the box, you know, our guys on the outside, we got great confidence in them making plays. Now, Jake Locker has been very successful this season for you guys. To me, he seems kind of a, a different guy. He's got, got better body language. He's got more command over the offense. What do you see in Locker this season? Um, just that swag. You know, you got to have that swag. Anytime you got that swag out there, it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just tough for, for other people to stop you or whatever. But, but at the end of the day, he's just been that leader that we need. Every, every team needs that quarterback that's going to be the leader, leader that's going to take charge of the huddle and just going to take charge of the whole team as a whole. And he's just out there doing all the right things. Now, it seems in the passing game, Kendall Wright's been made a lot of him the last week or so. Mike Munchak said, look, end of the season, this guy's going to be one of the top playmakers in the NFL. What do you make of that statement by Coach? Um, that, that's a very true statement. Um, ever since he's been in his rookie year, he's been doing that but working hard. And this year he's just coming out, stepping up, making plays, and through the passing game that we needed throughout the, fir- the um, first part of the season when the running game wasn't doing too well. Um, him and those other receivers, they've been stepping up, making plays, keeping us in games. Now this week you got a big game against the Jaguars. They've been struggling lately. What kind of day do you expect to have on Sunday? Um, basically, every day I go out there, I expect to have, have a good day. You know, I'm just going to continue to work hard and just stick to my keys and, and hopefully keep building momentum. And hopefully last game just, just – Help me and my offensive line at the standpoint we go out there. We, we kn- always knew what we can do, but we just went out there last Sunday and, and it showed. So hopefully it just, just keep our confidence high and, and we continue to do it game after game. Chris, appreciate your time with us. Congratulations on your success. Look forward to talking to you down the road. Thanks for having me.
All right, there goes CJ2K. Let's send it over now to Molly Caraman. The guys are going to take a look at Week 10's Perfect Challenge picks with Chris Johnson was a member of. Guys? Thank you, Jason. So CJ2K, the second leading scorer among running backs in Week 9 with 29 fantasy points. So that puts him on last week's winning Perfect Challenge roster. Now, if you haven't played before, NFL.com's Perfect Challenge fantasy game gives you a chance to win what, guys? A million, a cool million. A million dollars. All you have to do is set your lineup of the players you think will rack up the most fantasy points for each week. And if you don't get the full roster correct this week, don't worry. It resets in another chance at what? Getting a million. A million, a million. Go to NFL.com slash perfect to get started. Okay, so here's last week's perfect challenge lineup. As you see, Chris Johnson, we mentioned Nick Foles, obviously, those seven TDs, 45 points. And Zach Stacy torched the Titans. Two players over 40 points in one week. That is rare. But this week at quarterback, Fabs, who are you going to go with? Are you going to stay with Foles? I am not. I'm going with Drew Brees in a game that I think could be an absolute shootout there in New Orleans against the Dallas Cowboys. Brees is 350-plus passing yards in each of his last two games against Dallas. He has 14 touchdown passes in his last four home games on the season. I think Drew Brees with Aaron Rodgers out is the easy play, Akbar. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I mean, he's a big he's a big play guy in that offense. I like Drew Brees. He had a subpar performance last week against the Jets. He's going to reclaim that dominance yes, this will. week. All right, Akbar, Marshawn Lynch. Seahawks had a scare last week. Talk about trying to reclaim things. I think he's going to look to blow out Atlanta early and often. Well, here, here's the point of this game. The point of this game is to win a cool mill. If you want a milly milly, you got to go with this kid right here, Marshawn Lynch. And he's not a kid. He's really a grown man because he's a beast. But he's going up against an Atlanta Falcons team that's given up 100-plus yards and in five straight games. You don't think that this guy right here, Marshawn Lynch, is going to get 100 yards or more? I think he could go out and break something big, get a bunch of touchdowns for you. You look for Marshawn Lynch in this situation. Beast mode should torch the Falcons. All right, a red-hot Calvin Johnson, 509 yards and three TDs in his last three games against the Bears. Say what? Calvin Johnson, did you say Millie Millie before? A Millie Millie Vanilli, something like no, that? No, no, that's Little Wayne. Megatron. Little Wayne. Focus, focus. <laughs> Megatron is the easy choice here, wide receiver, despite the fact that he hasn't had a lot of good games against the Chicago Bears, maybe he hasn't been as consistent. He is still the wide receiver to pick. And if he doesn't end up as one of the top two wide receivers on Perfect Challenge, well, you could just blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah, but- <laughs> even against that Bears secondary, though, because they're decent. Well, you know, they've struggled. You know, that secondary has struggled. Yes, they have Tillman back there, but I think Calvin Johnson in situation, it doesn't even matter what that secondary right. looks like. He's, he's on because the it's island. Megatron. I, I do yeah. want to point out, though, last time only four catches against the Bears. All right, here is Michael and Akbar's perfect challenge lineup for Week 10. Jeez, I wish that was my fantasy team. Oh, so do I. The Titans' defense. That I is I might a, pay a solid for that play. Team. Right? A solid play this week against I Jacksonville. I would be the queen bee. We that's, can only dream. Yeah, what would we talent. be? We're the worker bees, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. I, I like this. I like this scenario. Yeah. Let's continue this later. All right, good stuff, guys. Still to come, Reggie Bush and the high-powered Lions offense rolls down to Soldier Field to take on the monsters of the midway this week. Who should you start and who should you sit in this NFC North matchup? We'll tell you next on NFL Fantasy Live. 2014 Pro Bowl balloting presented by McDonald's is open. For the first time ever, the Pro Bowl is unconferenced. Vote for the best players regardless of conference. Then, Pro Football Hall of Famers Jerry Rice and Deion Sanders will draft their teams as alumni captains. Vote now online and on your mobile device at NFL.com slash Pro Bowl Ballot. Time now for our Week 10 burning questions. Can you see that seats are getting hotter? 
getting you set for Sunday. Lots of fantasy owners, guys, with questions of quarterback this week. So, going to present you some scenarios. Tell me what you guys think. First one up, better quarterback for the rest of 2013, Colin Kaepernick. Or Philip Rivers, Akbar, who's well, the better guy? I'm going with Colin Kaepernick. I think Colin Kaepernick is starting to get pick up some steam now. We saw back to back 20 plus points game. I like Colin Kaepernick. He's going up against the Carolina Panthers. I know they have a very stout defense, but remember what he did to that Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seattle Seahawks run defense that couldn't stop that can stop the run. He ran for 87 yards. I'm going Colin Kaepernick. My heart says Colin Kaepernick. My brain says Philip Rivers because the schedule for Rivers is just cupcake city where Kaepernick has some really tough opponents. So I'm going to go with my heart here. I'm going to go with Kaepernick, but Rivers has got a really good schedule. My heart and brain both say <laughs> Philip Rivers. <laughs> it's nice when they agree, isn't it? They do agree. All right, better quarterback for Week 10, right? Case Keenum against Arizona, Matt Ryan against the Seahawks. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan, even though I'm not in love with either one of these matchups. Matt Ryan, to me, has the pedigree, and now he's starting to get some of his weapons back. Guys like Roddy White. Hopefully we'll return this week. Steven Jackson's starting to get a little bit more healthy. So the Falcons are still in that must-win mode. Expect a huge game from them. So I, I think I'd go with Matt Ryan. Don't hit me, Akbar. But I'm not going Case Keenum here. I'm going Hold back, with Akbar. Matt Ryan. Don't hit me. Don't I got you. I got you. <laughs> for I got all you. of the reasons that Adam stated and more, I don't like that matchup for Case Keenum in Arizona. Don't hit me. You'll regret it. All right, Fabs, here's one for you then. Andy Dalton in Baltimore or Russell Wilson against Atlanta? You remember that Dalton had those three really strong games in a row? He could have three really bad ones in a row starting last week on Thursday Night Football. I don't like him this week. I'm going Russell Wilson. He has got a great matchup against Atlanta. He'll put up 20 fantasy points for you this weekend. Yeah, easily. And he'll have multiple games where he's going to put up that type of production. I'm with you. I like Russell Wilson. All right, speaking of some more starts and sits, let's get to Michael Fabiano's recommendations at quarterback for this week. Some guys getting tough for quarterback, guys, when you're saying suddenly, start this guy, start this guy. you got some guys rising, some guys falling. No Aaron Rodgers. No Aaron Rodgers for at least the next three or four it's weeks. It's tough on the streets right now. You're fantastic. you got to you got to be ready. you got to <laughs> yeah. bow up on those fantasy streets. <laughs> sit Terrell Pryor, sit Dalton, sit Carson Palmer, play RG3. Fabs, your sleeper. Jake Locker's got a great matchup. I really like Jake Locker against the Jacksonville Jaguar. There are not too many Titans I don't like in this matchup. And let me give you another little nugget about Locker. He plays the Jaguars in Week 16. Fantasy Championship Week. Go get him. All right, Fabs, looking ahead to the championship already. Let's get to the running backs. CJ2K, CJ Spiller. Everybody with CJ, apparently. You're playing the shirt. And your sleeper is Mike James, so you're playing MJ. Against the Dolphins, who have been awful against the run. That's a big reason why I love Giovanni Bernard last week. He put up over 22 fantasy points. Start Mike James. He's an RB2. He's Mike James. Let's get to the wide receivers. Keenan Allen, who soon will be off this list, possibly. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey as well. Antonio Brown. Sleeper alert, Golden Tate at Atlanta. Fabs, everybody's been talking about Percy Harvin, Percy Harvin. You like Tate. Right, Percy Harvin likely not going to play. Of course, Sidney Rice is gone. So Golden Tate is the number one option in that offense. I also like Doug Baldwin as a deeper sleeper. But Golden Tate against Atlanta, that pass defense, is no bueno, Akbar. That secondary is very young, and they've been struggling. Yes. Yeah, especially now with with Jay Cutler expected to start. If you saw Alshon Jeffrey's name on there, someone to keep an eye on. Regardless. will wind up have missed just one game. He played great. He He was fantastic. Mark Tressman, coach of the year. He could be. The mad scientist. He's fantastic. He could be. All right, let's get some more... Hurry up offense going on here for week 10. And some starts and sits as I stop and and, and stay stay, stay calm. Andy Reid's already blown all our (laughs) timeouts. We'll put a minute on the clock. I'll be the Peyton Manning. You guys can be Decker Thomas. And uh, do you want to be Julius Thomas or would you rather be Wes Welker? 
I go Wes Welker. All right, very good. All right, here we go. So starter sit this week. Frank Gore against the Panthers defense. Frank, what do you do? It's tough, but I'll, I'll start Frank Gore. Don't like the matchup, but you've got to play Frank Gore. Yeah, I'm right with you. That's a tough defense with Starlo to lay there in the middle. I'm going Frank Gore stardom. Yeah, and he's been terrific all season long. Lamar Miller against Tampa Bay. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and start Lamar Miller in this one against this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. He's a flex, but he's not a great flex. The Buccaneers have been pretty tough on running backs at home. I don't like the situation in Miami. They've lost a couple of offensive linemen and everything with all the media attention. I see the Dolphins imploding a little bit, so I'm going to sit Lamar Miller. All right, Victor Cruz back at practice, going to play Sunday against the Raiders. Do you start him? As long as he's active and healthy and ready to go, then I'm starting Victor Cruz. Ditto, start him. Yeah, whatever Nick Foles saw against this Raiders defense, I think Eli Manning's going to see the same thing. You start. They need the return of Akbar Bajavia-Mela. That's what they need. No, I'm done. (laughs) Joe Flacco against the Bengals. You know what? I'm going to go say sit uh, Joe Flacco against the Bengals. $100 million man, not in fantasy, sit him. If you look at Joe Flacco's history against the Bengals, it's very bad, sit him. All right, there we go. Fantasy Live. I got scared. Oh, that's <laughs> happened. We got it in right under. You were fine. Friday, we'll get you set for Week 10 with all our last-minute fantasy advice. NFL Fantasy Live returns Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.